Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. My name is Morgan. And my name is Kat. Welcome to Millennials Unscripted. We're two millennials and we'll be coming to you every Wednesday unfiltered, unscripted, and unapologetic as we provide our perspectives on relationships, work, and life. If you're looking for advice or just to chat with your friend that tells it like it is, you've come to the right place. Oh yeah, for <laughs> like you forgot. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I didn't really see it as like news. I think it's news. It's the first thing I said to you when I walked in the door. I know. Um, so I actually started last week. Um, classes like some classes officially opened on Thursday, and I know a lot of other people. If you're going to school right now, like that's the same thing. Um, some schools are still like fully online. Others. You know, they're starting to do, like, on-campus classes and just do, like, social distancing. I honestly don't see how that's going to work. No. Um, but I actually go to a fully online school at Arizona State. Um, but, yeah, my classes started this week. For those of you that don't know, I am going back to school. I already have my marketing degree. Um, but I'm going back to study criminology and criminal justice, so that's exciting. It'll be, like, a two-year program, so I'll keep you guys updated. I think that's the perfect segue to what we're going to talk about today, which is school, work, life balance. Because, God, I struggled. You struggled? Oh, remember when I used to get nightmares about work? Yeah. That was not work-life balance. No, but you also, like, Kat's very type A, so she, like, kind of takes, mentally takes her work home with her. Yeah. Like, there's no compartmentalization and keeping things separate. Um, I think it's, like, just an acquired skill that you have to master, and I think it looks differently for everyone, like, a balance. And I think everyone's, like, top question is always, like, how do you balance everything? <laughs> and there's no, like, one right answer, and there's no right way or wrong way to do that. It's just really dependent on who you are, kind of like what we talked about in the last episode, just, like, figuring out what works for you and applying that to your life and what's going to benefit you in the best way. Um, and that really kind of ties into balance as well. So it really depends on you as a person. If you're just trying to balance like work and life, um, it really depends on your job too. Like if you just work like a simple nine to five, um, I would say just try and like keep that at work, whatever like stress you're going through, try your hardest not to bring that home. Um, something, sometimes it's like you have to find what's your like release, Um, that can look like sex, that can look like just spending quality time with your partner or your family, um, working out, it can look like any kind of exercise, working out, um, being outside, um, being around your friends, like making time for happy hours. I think like when people are so enthralled and focused on their work, they kind of neglect their social life because they think their work matters more. But we, as humans, we need and we crave um, human connection. So it's really important that, you know, you're around people. If you don't have that many people in your life, then try, you know, in your spare time to make connections with other people. 
Um, like, you know, maybe if you go to a dog park with your dog and, you know, there's someone, like, with their dog sitting on a bench or something, like, strike up a conversation. Like, even though it's, like, weird, you can just... I remember I did that a few times, like, people at the dog park where I would just be like, oh, like, what what kind of breed is your dog? And then we would just start talking from there. So, it's not hard. No. I remember, so when I first started working my 9 to 5 at the marketing agency, mind you, I had been a hostess at a pancake house, which, like, really didn't require much critical thinking and no stress, like... I'm going to seat you here. Like, I'm not bringing that home with me. Um, And I remember when I started, I really struggled. And I'll never forget, I pulled into the grocery store, and I parked my car, and I just started crying. And I called my dad, and I was like, I'm not sleeping. I'm stressed all the time. I can barely eat. My mind is going a mile a minute. And I was like, you know, you worked a very high-stress job. You was a corporate lawyer. And I was like, do you have any advice for me? And he gave me little suggestions such as the second you walk in the door, change from your work clothes to something else because that really helps the mind reset as well. Um, He said, read a book, start cooking, um, you know, drink some tea because like some calming, relaxing tea. And I started to do those things and that really helped. And I finally, I won't say mastered because... Excuse me, because you know I, I still have had stressful days, but they became fewer and fewer. Then all of a sudden the office closed down, and I'm working from home, and I didn't really have that drive back to listen to music after work, and I wasn't really walking in the door. Um, so I was faced with that struggle again of when to stop working. <clears throat> how to motivate myself to keep working when it was slower or I was bored because I have food at my disposal, the television at my disposal, my bed at my disposal. I can just go out and run errands, um, which is fine when there's not a lot of work. I think that's the beauty of working from home. But I had to relearn this new way of balancing. Um, And so I think what really helped is that routine, right? We talked about it last week as well. I I wake up at the same time. I First, before the day starts, I drink my coffee, and I sort of just reset my mind from, like, not lazy mode, but, like, waking up mode and and what I needed to do with my apartment. Um, And then I got into work, and I remember in the beginning, I sort of would take maybe like 2 to 3.30 off, and I felt like, oh, I didn't get my eight hours in. Now I have to work at 8.30 right after I get finished with dinner. And that's like not right. I don't want to spend 8.30 to, you know, 10 p.m. working when that really should be a time where I'm decompressing and enjoying, and that's when I can get my household, like, duties done. But I think working from home, it was challenging for me at first and now I absolutely love it and I'm like figured out what works for me and that's when work is slow I'll go and do something so like I'm staying on top of it I'm keeping moving I'll stay motivated rather than like watching a television show and getting lazy and then going back to work like that didn't work for me at all um I still make sure to take a lunch break that's important for me 
Um, and then, you know, I shut my computer at 5.35 because I'm done. And that's really worked for me. Baths? I've really been into baths these days. What? Baths. Baths? Baths. Oh, baths. Yeah, baths. Um, I was like, okay, baths. baths. Yes. I've been watching YouTube videos of baths after work. Um, so, you know, that's See, I'm not, a, I'm not a bath person. I, I love it. I feel like it's the most boring thing. I have to watch TV. I prop up my little phone. Okay, that's weird. No, it's not. It's amazing. Anyways, um, I'm a little bit different. Um, I feel like you should always start your day with something that helps you um, become most productive and kind of sets the tone for the day. Um, so I, I used to work out at like 2.30, like in the middle of the day, kind of when like work got super slow. And I would go to the gym, and now I make sure I get it done before work starts. So I do that first thing. Um, I'm not really, like, if I work out at 2.30, then I don't really want to work when I get back. I don't mind it. I can come back from my workout, finish work, and then when it's done and I finish everything I need to get done, then I can go and take a shower. It's kind of gross, but... <laughs> What? Whatever. Huh. Um, You're at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. And so now I do that first thing. Um, I come back before work starts. You know, I take care of my dog. And because I take pre-workout, I have... Oh. Even after <laughs> my workout, I have so much energy. I'm, like, super productive and super fast that I get so much done. And then when it hits around, like, 12 or 1 o'clock, I do take a lunch break as well. Um, so I go downstairs and I eat. I also think you should not, if you're working from home, don't work in your bed or on the no. couch. No. No. You'll be so, like, slow. Even if you're working, it'll just be slower than usual. So I do have a desk in our guest room, so that's, like, where my workstation is. I never bring down my laptop downstairs. It stays at my desk, so if I need to get something done for work, I know I have to come upstairs. Um... Tempting with your new couch. Yeah, I do do my schoolwork on my new couch, but we have little uh, kind of like adjustable tables that we can put right in front of us um, that can just sit on the couch. And I, it's kind of like a desk, but I do my schoolwork at like nighttime before Richard gets home. So I'm lucky that I'm working from home. My boyfriend goes to work and he doesn't come home until around like 630. Um it's also, like, really great and supportive if I do need to work late. So, if not working late, but doing schoolwork while he's home. Um, so, if I need to, like, do schoolwork and I don't have time to cook, whole cook. Um, it's all about just, like, communication. It, I think it's key, especially if you live with someone and you need things to get done. Um, I would say my biggest mistake, kind of, in our relationship is always, like, putting him before me. Um, like, I wouldn't work out if he wasn't home yet. Like, I would wait for him. Always making sure dinner was cooked by the time he got home. Um, just making life super easy for him, even if I was neglecting the things that I needed to do. Um, so I really had to teach myself and learn that I'm my own person and I have a life outside of him. He's just a complement to my life. Um, 
and he's very understanding of that as well. So I need to do what I need to do. If that takes away some time from him, like, so be it. Um, we live together. It's not like, oh, I need time with you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just, like, my opinion. Um, I'm very, like, a go, go, go person. So, like I said, my routine is working out in the morning um, and then taking care of my dog, whatever I need to do for her in the morning as well, and then starting work. I take my lunch break at 1 o'clock around there, and then um, after that, I'll actually, like, watch TV while I'm eating lunch downstairs, and I'll check my phone, like, see if work stuff has come through. If it has, then I'll go back upstairs, do what I need to do. And my day kind of pretty much goes from there. Um, I do a hard stop at around like 4.30. And then I will, you know, do whatever I need to do, whether that's like cooking or cleaning. Um, I think the key for me is scheduling things. Like I have a planner. I write my schedule on my dry erase board. Um, so I'll do like, okay, what do I need to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, every day of the week. So I need to make sure like I get all my goals completed, accomplished. And also like if I write something that I want to do on Monday, but it's not really like necessary to get that done on Monday, I just make sure I get it done like throughout the week. So some days, some days like are super slow in work and some days are super fast so if I'm getting, like, a ton of stuff in um, that make my day super hectic, then I can push some things to another day so I'm not, like, overwhelmed. Like, oh, my God, I didn't get this done. Right. So just, I think, knowing who you are, I think, is key. Knowing what works for you, knowing if, like, you're the list and the schedule person like me or if, like, you kind of just, like, go with the flow. Um, whatever you need to do to make yourself most productive I think if you are balancing, like, I have a full-time job that I do from home. I also have a relationship. Um, I have a dog. But, yeah, um, I think just, like I said, knowing what works for you best and how you can have the most productive day and be your best self, um, knowing what a balance is to you. For me, I don't really think my life has balance. I think my days don't, are not identical. Some days are super hectic. Some days are super lazy. Um, and that's what I see as balance. Um, yeah. What do you think? I agree. I think if you're spending so much energy and effort trying to get your days look like the exact same, it distracts you. And, and yeah. when you were talking about doing lists and how it's different for each person so I've tried both planning out my week and planning out my day and I found I got so overwhelmed planning out my week that I had to stop doing that because I just wouldn't do it I'd be like oh my god I'm so overwhelmed I'm just shutting that out of my brain so every morning and some stuff just comes to me randomly like when I'm in the shower or when I'm in the car I'm like oh shit I have to do that um, and then write it down right away because my memory is terrible. Um, so that for me, it has to be like smaller amounts of work that I feel I can get done quickly. Um, very simple things too, like calling someone back. That goes on my to-do list. Um, 
And then, like, I'll have something bigger, like, deep clean, but I'll itemize it. So, like, vacuum downstairs, clean the bathrooms, polish the wood. Um, these are literally, if you go and look at my to-do list on my fridge, all of it's on there. Um, I think that, you know, going back to what you said about what balance really looks like really is individual. And... I, something that I really had to work on was being okay with those lazy days, you know, when yeah. my mind, so for instance, I ran out of my medication, which is something that normally doesn't happen, but my medication really helps my focus, my productivity, um, my clarity of my mind, and um, I didn't take it for three days just because, I don't know why I didn't pick it up, it just wasn't good. Um and I found myself being, you know, pretty lazy. And I was, like, starting to get behind. And then I would stress about that. And, well, number one, lesson number one would be take your fucking medicine because it really helps you. And number two is, okay, you know, don't get down on yourself. You had a couple days that you weren't at, like, your peak performance. Um, but now, like, wake up motivated um, and get shit done because that was the only way I was going to feel better about myself. I was talking to Eric and I was like, I really feel like shit when I don't have a productive day. That to me, like putting your head on the pillow and knowing you gave a hundred percent and got stuff done that you said you were going to get done is the best feeling and really gives me peace of mind rather than a big assignment that's hanging over my head. And I know I'm procrastinating. Um, my therapist always said, so this applied when I was in school, um, I would have like a big project that I was stressed about, but I would wait until the night before it was due to do it, which caused me even more stress. And she would be like, why do you back yourself into a corner knowing how stressed you're going to be when you don't get it done? And I was like, it makes a lot of sense when you say it out loud, but for some reason I was like, can't do it got to do something else like I'm gonna go to Michael's and start crafting I would do that instead of doing this project that was due in three days and then I'll set a night before yeah I think if you're going to make a list like for me I'll put like you know if you do like a weekly thing then the most important things you need to get done like for me that's like things with due dates like deadlines um, those are things I'll do first. So I'll never clean or cook before I get those things done. Um, that's how I feel best and that's how I feel like productive and accomplished. You know, once those things are done and the other things are kind of like optional, then you can relax. Um, I think it's also really important to like, if you're going to make a list or like a schedule, then you need to put down like I put down like watch a movie to recharge or if that's something if that's like read a book for you or um go to happy hour with my friends um that's all things we can do to recharge reset and feel like we are still accomplished and being productive but we also have those things that we have on our list that we're doing throughout the week to still be human and be people and not be like so obsessed with work or school or whatever it is because 
We still need those kinds of moments. Um, Love that. I don't do that. Yeah, I do. That's a really good idea. So then, like, I know, like, it's kind of like, okay, I have to watch a movie. Right. <laughs> I have to cross it off. <laughs> so then I watch a movie, and I feel so much better, and then I feel like, okay, now I can do some other things. Like, I feel good. If you're, like, constantly, like, doing, like, all these tedious tasks, then you're just going to feel, like, so burnt out by the end of the day that you're just like, I can't do anything else. And then the next day you're going to be so unproductive. So it's not like a sustainable productivity that you're doing throughout the week. Um, for me in my life, it's all about sustainable, like whatever I can sustain, um, and stick to and stick with, like, that's what I do. Um, so that works for me, like planning out things to help me recharge and reset that helps me be productive every day so I think it really depends on the person like if you're like that and you need that and you're very like type a go by the list like me then try that and see if that works for you um you know other people it's like cleaning that helps them reset and it's not for me cleaning is a tedious task and for other people that can be the recharge task so vacuuming only for me is like my see we have a robot so we just we just turn it on and it does, like, and then we move it upstairs. So, like, that's not really... I'm adding it to my Amazon cart. <laughs> right now. I'm um, sorry if you guys hear my dog. She's up here with us. She's being crazy. not sleeping like she usually does. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I think if you are going to school, then I think finding the times that you can be most productive with school. Like, for me, that's when I'm done work. Because for me, literally work is a task. So all day, I work. I don't really like to involve school during my work hours because I feel like those hours are dedicated to work. And I can chill throughout the day if I have that time, and that's good for me. Um, So then after work, I know, like, okay, now school time. You know, read whatever chapters I need to read. Um complete whatever I need to complete. Right now, like, my school schedule is not hectic. Um, The way ASU is set up, each semester is split into two sections, so you're only taking max two classes at one time, um, which is, I think, amazing because you're not so overwhelmed by four different classes and you're having to keep track of so many different assignments and you can lose track of some, um, you know, for my types of, like, the online format, there is just a strictly online format. There's no lectures I need to watch. You know, everything is basically done. You can get ahead of schedule or you can stay on track with the deadlines. Um, I'm the type of person where I like to get ahead, so I usually pick out, like, a Saturday every week, and I'll spend, like, four hours and just get ahead of school. So I'm not like, I have this coming up on this day. I need to do this by this day. Um, I like to just do it ahead of time so I don't really have to worry about stuff during the week. So you're the perfect student. <laughs> A teacher's dream. Um, it just, like, you can say that in a way, but for me, that's just how I don't feel overwhelmed because we also have the podcast during the week. That's another task of editing and stuff that we need to do for that, like planning out the episodes. Um, that's another thing I do um working spending time with my boyfriend is super important to me um you know spending time with our dog um and then I love to take care of our house but for me like 
I think some people, if they're in a relationship, like, they love date night. I do as well. However, I did just talk to Richard because I feel like I always made date night from the beginning, like, a super high priority for us. And I don't actually like going out for a date night, like, getting getting dressed up and all that. And I felt like, I really honestly felt like it was important for us to do that because it's told you need to do that in order to keep like the spark alive and to keep that connection and spend spend quality time together like that's just what you're told but just because that works for someone doesn't mean that should be like the rule for everyone um so I did tell him like let's just for me I find more quality time in cooking together Mm. and like spending time together and you know no distractions rather than going out to dinner it's just like getting all dressed up and putting I just can't on wait to get home a full too. face of makeup. Like when I'm at dinner, I'm like, can't wait to go home, put my sweatpants on. Like, yep. I would rather do that at home. And I think it's great to go out to dinner or like go on like an actual date um, every once in a while. But for us, we do it like every other week. Um, yeah. So it can get like repetitive. And then you kind of run out of restaurants. Yeah. And then you just have to recircle back. So. Yeah. I just, I find more joy in cooking and being together than I do, like, going out to eat. So, if that's something that you feel too, then do that. Like, do whatever you need to do to, like, feel your best. And I value our quality time, so I make time for that. And that way, I don't feel bad when I'm scheduling four hours away from him to do my schoolwork on the weekends. Because, like, the weekends are kind of supposed to be, like, couple time, friend time, and all that. And it can get, like a little overwhelming and I think the guilt can kind of kick in if you feel like you're taking time away from that person especially when you both are working full-time jobs um so for me like that's important like we make sure we get our quality time in so I don't have to feel guilty when I take four hours away from and I think it's also really good for him because then he He can have he can have like hours to himself and that boy needs it because he doesn't spend any time away from me yeah (laughs) I know that guilt you said. I I felt that before when mainly when I was working late, uh, my my work schedule that I was talking about earlier, and we found that sort of success. So Eric cooks, um, and when I stopped working late at night, I felt pretty lazy to be honest. I would be like sitting on the couch while he was cooking, and I felt bad, and so I was like you know what, like, while he's cooking, I'm going to do something else for us, whether that's, you know, going out and get groceries for the next night for dinner or for the next week, uh, helping to plan a little menu. That's something we started to do. Um, Cleaning, whether it's cleaning, doing a load of laundry, I just wanted to make sure that we were sharing responsibilities because that was something I was feeling guilty about. And that way, when we're both done our stuff, because... I'll do what I need to do, and it pretty much rounds out to be um, the same time it takes him to cook. So then we sit down. I like to make sure we sit down at the table. Um, You know, sometimes we'll eat in front of the television. But I like to sit down, and, you know, I take little mental notes throughout the day of, like, oh, I want to talk to him about this, or, like, oh, this is coming up, you know, let's let's schedule. Um, He travels, so before – COVID, like, we would go through his schedule for the upcoming month. Um, talk about type A. He used to print out little calendars. Oh, sounds and, like, like Richard. 
and, and like color code and let me know where he was. It was sweet, but I had to tell him. I started crying one time because he did five months at once, and I was like, Cat gets really overwhelmed, like really easily. Very easily. So we found like our our perfect stride, and it's going really well. And once dinner's over, we can kick back and relax and do something. Um, Just kind of get out of our minds. Uh, Oh, recently, this has been incredible. So Eric hurt his foot, and I'm like a thrasher in bed, and um, he doesn't. He's worried about me kicking his foot because I kick him all night long. I flip back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. What size bed do you have? A king. Mine is a queen. Mine is a queen. So, um, and you kick him that far? Uh huh. What if you guys just like go to your separate ends? You still kick him? I sleep on my side. I do too. He sleeps on his back. Richard does too. We have a dog. There's, like, a dog in the bed, too. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Storm is not allowed in our bed. So, um, I got him, like, a blow-up mattress because that's something that I'll always need. You know what I mean? I was like, Go All sleep right. on the floor. Right. I, know. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I was going to have to sleep on the couch. I was like, no, I can I can buy you an air mattress. Like, it's okay. Air mattresses are not comfortable. He, like, super firm. So he's in heaven on it. But anyway, he's been sleeping on his air mattress downstairs, and I'm upstairs, and I am loving it. Because Eric doesn't go to bed until 3 and 4 in the morning, and I've just been able to go, like, peace. It's 10, 15. I'm going up to bed. I have the whole bed to myself. I can wake up whenever I want, whether that's early, whether it's a little later. Um, And I'm, like, said to him the other day, I was like, so what are your thoughts on this sleeping in separate beds? And he's like, you know, I miss going to bed with you and I miss waking up. But he's like, but I'm loving it. I'm like, I'm loving it too. I don't want you guys to get too comfortable. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not going to continue it. But I was just saying, I was like, this is really nice. Because we go to bed at the same time. And sometimes I, I'm like, I'm I tired. like remember sometimes, especially in the beginning of our relationship when Richard would go out with his friends and I would like, when... It's actually kind of a funny story, but when we moved in together, um, he let, he's like, doesn't think about things he says, like how I would feel. And he told me that he used to hook up with a girl named Morgan. I know the story. And like, I got so annoyed because I was like, so what are you just dating me? Because yeah. I remind you of her. Right. Like, do you do you think about her when, like, you're with me? And it just, like, drove me crazy. Like, I was just, like, there was another fucking Morgan in his bed, and now I was, like, picturing, like, too many things, Mm. and I was, like, she's touched everything, Mm -hmm. and it's really, I think it's really hard, and I give a lot of grace to people that move into someone else's place when they're, it's not, like, you guys are choosing a new place and it's all going to be new furniture and it's kind of like a fresh start when you're moving into someone else's place you feel like a guest and you're just like there and it's all their stuff you know you can't really like you don't know what's okay to touch what's not okay to touch it's really difficult and it's hard conversations to have we did have to have them and um i was like not okay that she slept in this bed and he had a he had a queen bed, and I was like, I can't do this. 
And I literally told him, like, the literally the same night that he told me about this Morgan that he used to hook up with. And it was, like, two months that he hooked up with her. Maybe, like, not even that because it's Richard. <laughs> um, I literally was like, we're buying a new bed. I was like, new? He was like, oh, so, like, a new mattress? And I was like, no. <laughs> new mattress? No. New headboard, bed frame, new pillows, new pillowcases. Um, that bed, trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, that was, like, something I needed to do to, like, purge that. Um, and to feel like it was our own bed. But going back to, like, when he would go out with his friends, I would, and we had, like, our new bed, I would be like, it was nice. But it was also, like, lonely. Like, I felt like, you know, that huge fucking bed, and I missed having a person next to me. I missed having him next to me, not a person. (laughs) Stranger. (laughs) Come sleep with me. And I'm not a cuddler, so it's not like I I like cuddling and I wanted to cuddle with him. I just like knowing that he's there. Like, you can reach out and touch. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, one time he, like, so he always says goodbye to me every morning for the past two years. He, you know, will say goodbye, kiss me goodbye. He's going to work. He goes to work super early. And that, like, one time, literally one time in our whole relationship, he was running late and he forgot to say goodbye. And I reached over and there was nothing there. And I was like, that motherfucker didn't say goodbye to me. <laughs> and I was, like, so hurt. But it's kind of, like, creating those habits. And, you know, going back to, like, balance. Um, work, life. I think this kind of goes and ties with, like, life. But making time for the things and the people that matter to you. That make you feel like you had a great week, whether we're talking about productivity, whether we're talking about, like, social life, um, romantic life, whatever it is, like, if you need that quality time with your significant other, um, make sure you're making time for that, and, like, it's kind of nice when you're super packed with, like, all week and super busy, because then you can make time and be like, oh my god, I planned out some things and, like, some special activities rather than, like, when you don't really have much going on, you're like, what do you want to do? Right. Um, it's kind of nice to, like, again. yeah, plan things out and actually have, like, a more quality-oriented weekend than, like, you're used to. I think I love that, like, me and him, we love picnics. Mm-hmm. We feel like we really have, like, quality time when we go somewhere and we're by the water and we just have like a huge blanket and we have wine and little snacks like that's the best he used to like bring like his ipad and put netflix on and we'd have like netflix and just like lay by the water it was it's so nice an outdoor movie theater yeah (laughs) so cute cat spends time with eric on the weekend so a lot of times like cat and i don't really hang out on the weekend so if you're someone that wants to hang out with your friends on the weekends, then make time for that. It's literally just really simple. Make time for the things that matter to you. If you need a schedule, literally plan it ahead and pencil them in <laughs> or put them on your iPhone calendar. I do that. Yeah. I block off, like, if we're going to do something, I put it in my calendar so I know, like, that's set in stone. I'm not doing anything else. That's just for us. Yeah. And I'm the type of person where 
I'm an introvert, so I can get burned out if I spend too much time with, like, other people and, like, in big groups. Um, like, this past weekend, we hung out with, like, Richard's friends for, like, a lot of time. <laughs> and I felt like we didn't really hang out together. It's just, it's a different kind of feeling, you know, when we're out with his friends and stuff. We're all drinking and we're having fun. And it, don't get me wrong, I love it. But... I also need that time just, like, alone with him. Um, so, you know, just if you like both, just make sure you're making time for both and make sure you're always putting yourself first. Make sure the things you need to get done by the end of the week, you're getting done before anything else comes into place. I have a funny picnic story. What? So Eric and I um, were like, okay, we want to do a picnic. So, like, we found this. Um, cute little park right by the intercoastal um, and we're we have our food all set up we did like cheese and bread um, and some like meats and stuff and it was like so meats. perfect meats. animals we've, we have meats. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden this was our first picnic and then all of a sudden like storm clouds started rolling in and there were so many bugs we Uh got attacked and it's one of those things where once you feel a bug on you you like continue to feel bugs on you even if they're not there i I can't do that we i i said i can't do it i lost my mind we ate dinner in the car i was like i can't do this we're going home one time richard and i when we first started dating we um like our chinese food was really late and we had to meet his friends for a movie and I'm the, like, I grew up with, like, always going to the movies, and we, like, bring our food, because <laughs> we don't want the movie theater food. Of course. And we just, like, you know, we'd all put in my mom's purse and stuff. And so I brought my purse, and I was like, all right, let's just, like, take it into the movie theater. Chinese! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! And he was like, oh, I cannot do that. Like, he's never done that in his life, like, brought food into a movie it's theater. It's rush when I was little. <laughs> like, mm, I'm sneaking it in. And, I mean, everyone knows when you have a big purse, like, (laughs) so, um, he was like, we have to eat it in the car. So we're like shoveling Chinese food in our mouths in the car before we have to meet, like, at the movies. And we're in the movie theater parking lot. And we're just like, okay, just eat. And we're like, not, literally not speaking because we're eating so fast. Shoveling food. I know. I feel like there's always like a date with like a hiccup. You're like, oh. But that's life. That is life. And look, we have stories to tell now. Yeah. And now, like, you know, our relationships have lasted a good amount of time. That it's not like, we don't want to talk about this. <laughs> no. I'm like, Morgan, listen to what happened. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I think listening to this, you guys, if you're having trouble with finding a balance, no first thing. No one has it figured out. We don't have it figured out. We're still figuring it out. And give yourself some grace and just figure out, like, just because balance looks to me in some way, what it looks to Kat in another way, it can look to you in a completely different way. Um, So just figuring out, like, what helps you and have a productive week. Jesus. All right, fam, that's it for this week. If you made it this far, you're a real one. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave us a review to let us know how we did. 
DM us any questions or stories you have. And have an amazing week, guys.